<laughs> hello, hello, everybody. <laughs> Sorry, we're a couple minutes late. <laughs> it's my fault. It's entirely my fault. Remember you... how we were like early at the beginning of the year? Well, January is over, my friends. <laughs> it's not over yet. <laughs> a little more time. <laughs> we didn't even make it just a couple more days. <laughs> I know, just a few more days. But I was just, I was traveling and, um, you know, I was in like Arizona, so I was on a different time zone, like lots of different time zones. And yeah, I'm still like catching up here. <laughs> That's all right. So, so you're home now. I'm home. Yes. So where have you, where have you all been? Where have you traveled to? So, um, I wonder why there's nobody on yet. I, I just, I'll just, oh, there's one person. Every time I think that, then somebody shows up. Um, so I went to Phoenix and then yeah. Sedona and then Phoenix and then home. So it was really incredible, actually, for a vast number of reasons. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm so happy that you're doing this. Me too. Me it's too. So cool. If you've been working for home for the past two years, it's time to go on a trip. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think I might need to figure out how to do that. Yes. Just, you know what, Allison, it's very simple. You just pick out where you want to go, book a ticket and go there. <laughs> you make it sound so simple, but my brain makes it a lot more complicated. Than that. It's so like, it, one of, like, I know that I'm a professional organizer and all, but like something that drives other people crazy about me is that I don't plan anything in advance, like nothing. Like I don't mm-hmm. think about something until it's like about to happen. So it's very difficult for like, planning these sort of things because I just, I'm like at capacity with everything that's going on. And then it's, you know, oh, we're going to Arizona tomorrow. What are we going to do? Like, (laughs) (laughs) but it works. Yeah. Oh, it totally works for me, but it doesn't work for other people. (laughs) Well, so maybe what are some of your tips and tricks for making it work when you're like, oh, I'm going to Arizona. What am I going to do? Do you just like poll around what what do people do there or who who you're reaching out to, to meet because because this is how I actually operate I I work so much better in this like spontaneous response system that and it's and I know now like I've gotten into human design and I know that's just like how I work that's actually built into my wiring but I don't feel like I actually know the steps about like when I make that decision okay so how do then do I get all the information I need <laughs> Like, what information do you need? Like, what are you going to do? Or like, yeah, like, what am I going to do when I get there? And and what's, what should we do? Because, because I can very easily just kind of like, not do anything. I'm also really good at that. (laughs) And then it feels like that was pointless. I mean, I think sometimes you have to force your own hand, right? You have to actually like book tickets, which will force you to like, take the next steps instead of just Mm -hmm. doing nothing. Right. So like, just what's the first step to, to create this whole thing. And for me, it's like committing to dates someplace. Like I'm going to be here. This was actually prompted. This trip was prompted by another person. Right. So who was, who was doing something in Sedona. And I was like, okay, I'm going to, you know, go and do that thing with you. And Mm -hmm. then since I'm going to be there, I should, you know, spend more time in Arizona because, you know, like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Why not? Um, I'm gonna be there. Yeah. And then uh, I know there's always a couple of things I like to do. I like to go to comedy clubs. Okay. So that's oh, always yeah. something. I like to find a laundry mat to do my laundry so I don't have to bring a lot of stuff. So- oh, yeah. Good plan. <laughs> Did you have other people that you knew you were planning on meeting there? Like, do you always know people everywhere? I mean, you do know At a lot. At this of point, yes. I know mm-hmm. people everywhere. Uh, I don't know them, though. And that was like the purpose of all of my trips this year is really going to get to uh, to meet people in person, right? So I've been working with so many people for two years and I've never actually met them, uh, Allison. Um, we talk about this a lot, right? So <laughs> I did have, I planned a little meet and greet for our big giant, you know, whoever, like for anyone who's in my world, mm-hmm. uh, my clutter world. <laughs> yeah. uh, and that was really, really nice. It was small because it was last minute because I didn't have my stuff together. Um, but the next ones are going to be more well planned out and everything. But it was so, I mean, to put a face to a name mm-hmm. is so helpful. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> and it's that like in person that I've been missing. I mean, yeah. I don't think sometimes when something's when you're living a certain way, you don't realize how much you're missing something until you do it again. And you're like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. this is huge. Like I've really like beyond my like what I thought I missed this. I really, really, really need that in person. Like, yeah. and that's what I texted to you. It was in-person meetups, but it said in-person meet-o. <laughs> I, I was like, in, in-person meet you us. And I was like, oh, you're making up words. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> so like, my guess, my question is what in your life have you been missing that you've just grown accustomed to? Mm-hmm. And how can you, you know, what have you been missing that was really part of your life that you've just grown accustomed to? And how can you start to like bring that back in. And I think for most people right now, it's in-person meetups. And although I did notice in Phoenix and in Arizona, like people are like going out a little more, <laughs> meeting and greeting. Yeah, there's like a little, a uh, little more flexibility. A little there. bit more flexible than where you are right now. <laughs> <laughs> they are slightly less like uh lockdown, shall we say. So. <laughs> so maybe in other parts of the country, you know, this hasn't been as dramatic as come, it has been. Come to our parts of the country. Yes. <laughs> come to the dark side. Exactly. But, you know, it was just, it was so, it was, it, it may even go into a comedy club. I haven't gone to a comedy club in a very long time. My gosh. Yeah. How fun. What, why have I not done that? Like, yeah. That's awesome. I love it. I have been really missing the in-person stuff too. I have a little bit of though, like with winter, it's almost like I have such a tendency to just want to like hole up and hibernate. (laughs) So there's part of me that really does want to go out and see people. And also I'm like in a couple months. (laughs) (laughs) Later on. Well, okay. This is the other thing is, yeah, it's been like minus something here, like all the time. Uh, So I got very good advice from Wendy, who is a stand-up comedian and travels all the time. And she said, follow the weather. So when you're planning like meet and greets, like follow the weather, go where it's nice. That's a brilliant suggestion. So you know, Allison, when you go to someplace warmer in the middle of winter, it actually feels really good. (laughs) That is a good call. (laughs) Let me, let me start to, to scheme here about what I could do. Yeah. Where do you want to go? What's on your bucket list? Do you know, I've never really officially created a bucket list. Yeah, neither have I. But <laughs> what's on your imaginary bucket list for this year? Well, okay. We could talk about bucket lists. That's an interesting topic. That is an interesting topic. Um, so where do you, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? What do you want to experience? I love that question. What do you want to experience? Um. I really do love warm, tropical kind of weather. Someone wrote Aruba. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll experience Aruba. I would, I would like to, I like the idea of, we, we went on cruises like many years ago and I thought that that was a really, really fun thing. Cause I got to taste a whole bunch of places, but also I didn't have to be the one in charge of, getting us there. (laughs) That's my big thing. I really like to be along for the ride. I don't really like to be the one that's setting it all up. I'm like, someone else set this up and I'm, I'm there. I'm there with you. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of people are that way. Mm -hmm. You're a, you're more of a manifester. So you're, I hate the idea of a cruise because I don't want to be on anyone else's schedule. Maybe, maybe you can just be like the coordinator and, and I'll just come join you. I mean, anytime, you you know, anytime in February, I'm going to Baltimore, Charlotte, Orlando, Miami. That's um, awesome. And then I'm going to Atlanta and we're going to, is it, <laughs> I keep for some, I don't know why I can't remember this. We're going to Austin in Texas, not Dallas. I keep thinking Dallas, but going to Atlanta and Austin in March. So where do you want to go? Where do you want to come along? (laughs) Um, I would love to see Austin. Well, Allison, you're in luck. (laughs) (laughs) 
we're actually hosting like a, a weekend thing there in Austin. Oh, yeah? So um, Gina is getting all the details. It's going to be part meet and greet, part community service and part like retreat. So That's from a Friday to a Sunday. Um, yeah. So you should definitely come to that. It's the last weekend in March. Yeah. Details <laughs> to be announced very soon. <laughs> nice. Nice. Okay. All right. Keep me posted. And for all you teachers out there, this is, we're trying to accommodate teacher schedules. So it's a long weekend, which sounds better than a middle of the week. Um, Tara, come to North Dakota in July. You know, Tara, I do want to go to North Dakota because there's only seven states that I haven't visited and North Dakota is one of them. So I just need to check that off. So maybe, <laughs> maybe I will. <laughs> That's amazing. There's only seven that you haven't visited. Yeah. And you know, weirdly, one of them is Rhode Island, which is so close to me. And I grew up on like, like right next to Rhode Island, basically <laughs> never been to Rhode Island. Why? I don't like, I guess I've had never had any reason to go there. You should so, just take a day trip just to like put your foot on it and be like, like you're right in. Hours or four hours or something like that. I don't know. But like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be like, I've been to 49 seats except Rhode Island. <laughs> Hilarious. Does your, do your kids go with you? Does any of your family go with you when you travel? Uh, so they did not come last time. Um, they're not coming in March, but I am taking the girls. We're doing like a road trip down to Florida. That's when we get, we're, you know, in February. So they are coming along. Um, I don't, yeah, so that'll be fun. That's fun. Yeah. But I, honestly, it's all, it's like, no one really missed me. I didn't really miss them. You know? <laughs> it was nice to come home, right? Like, mm. I feel like I'm a better mom yesterday yeah. and today, but by tomorrow, that'll probably be gone. But <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love yeah. it. That you, I love it that you figured out what was missing. I think that's yeah. a big part yeah. of the battle. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice too. So I traveled, Wendy came with me on this trip and, uh, or met up with me in Phoenix and just like on a whim, she was like, yeah, I'm going to come, you know, um, that it was really good because we traveled very well together. And mm -hmm. like some people, like, I don't really travel great with my husband. Like we don't like to do the same things. We don't like our, you know, we're, we're not like fully aligned travelers. And I think when you're traveling, you really need to find your people to travel with. And it's okay if it's not your family. Like, that's totally okay. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Fully aligned travelers. I think that that is probably, um, probably part of the piece that I have been missing. Because I'm like, I, I want to travel with people. I really love the, the communal aspect of all of that. Um, but I've not really done it. I kind of feel like it's one of those things, like once you do it one time, then you kind of figure out your people and then you just can keep yeah, gathering. Yeah, who your people that. are and who your people are not, right? Yeah. And then it's a lot easier from there, I think. Do you travel well with your family, with your husband? We we haven't traveled much. We just haven't. It's, it's Well, it's been years. I mean, yeah. once we really started like our family and stuff, we just haven't done much. I think it's just been like something we haven't, really set in place. Um, we talk about it, but then we don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You like road trip at all? Not really. What do you do, Allison? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually up until this point, his job has made it like impossible okay. to really figure out. But now there's, now there's possibility. And so now it's like, oh, now we can. Now we just need to think about how we do that. Um, yeah. So what I do right now is I spend most of my time here in Dayton. That's just, I, I've been, huh? That's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I actually, I'm kind of a homebody too. So I, I really, I love having um, my place, my, my creature comforts with my house and I love seeing my friends. So setting up coffee dates, going out dancing. Like those are my things. If I have those, I'm really, really content. So that's part of it. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, know yourself, right? Yeah. So I do have a thought actually to share. Yeah. Um, I have done a couple of like bigger trips, right? So mm -hmm. I did a road trip with my daughters when they were, it was 2018. So we did 21 national parks. We went on the road for like two months. 
Um, cool. We Airbnb'd the whole time, which was awesome. So we stayed in like a bunch of different Airbnbs and we saw 21 national parks and another national sites, whatever. Uh, and the kind of the purpose behind that trip was like, we want to go someplace, but we've never been anywhere. <laughs> so <laughs> let's figure out what we actually like. Right. And like, I also really, really wanted them to see national. I want to see some national parks. I feel like there's a lot of climate change and like, you know, things could be really different. Like the glaciers and all the national parks are melting. And so it was important to do it like immediately before the glaciers melted. Uh, <laughs> I was like fixated on that. Um, and, you know, when I was planning that trip, either people, people had one of two reactions. The first reaction was, oh my gosh, that's so dangerous. You're like out of your mind, which, okay. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it is not dangerous to travel with your children as a woman. Most yeah. people are good people. Most people want to help you. If you are just aware of your surroundings and, you know, I mean, like really. Okay. So that was the first reaction. The second reaction overwhelmingly was I've always wanted to do something like that. I've always mm -hmm. wanted something like that. And most of the time, this reaction came from somebody who was older than I was. And so my response is like, what are you waiting for? You can't mm -hmm. like, if this is something you've always wanted to, to do, like do it, go do it. So I was sitting in the airport in Chicago on Tuesday, Wednesday. I don't know what day it is, Wednesday night, um, talking to this man and he was telling me he's always wanted to take the train from Chicago to Albany and then down to New York City, go to a West Point football game and then fly home. I'm like, uh, what are you waiting for? Like, <laughs> like immediately we're having like this nice calm conversation. He tells me this. I'm like, what are you waiting for? Why have you not done that yet? Like, <laughs> That's such a good question. If there is something, if somebody said to you something they're doing and you, your response is, I've always wanted to do that. My question to you is, why are you waiting? Why are you waiting? It's never going to be the perfect time ever. Yeah. So maybe let's talk about some of that because I think that people, I think that people don't do it and they wait because really because of fears, right? It's always because of fears. It's also, I think, um, conditioned fears that other people pass on to us. So like that idea of, oh my gosh, it's so dangerous. How are you doing that stuff? We get, we are very susceptible to those kinds of voices. And we don't really live in a culture that's like, let's try things. Let's go try things. We're, we live in a culture that's like, don't fail. Make sure that you have all of your things exactly right. So nothing ever is going to go wrong because then you would feel bad feelings and it's all just trying to avoid negative feelings. But if we started to really um, actually thought about failure differently and just the whole idea of trying things and nothing is ever wasted, I think if we could transfer our mind into more of that space, we would be having totally different experiences. Absolutely. And I think, you know, the other thing that really is there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of reasons why you can't do something. They're mm -hmm. based in fear, but we really do. We are conditioned also to think, I truly can't leave my job for two months. Mm -hmm. I truly can't, you know, I can't afford to do this. I can't, um, you know, I, it's not safe for me to take my kids. I have a dog and I, you know, mm -hmm. I can't leave my dog for that longer. There's like a, like so many reasons. Some of them are valid, but mm -hmm. a lot of them, it's like, actually you could do that. I mean, if you really wanted to, you could just have, start communicating with people who need to be involved in the process and figure out how to make it happen. You don't mm -hmm. need a lot of money to travel. I'll, as somebody who has backpacked through like, you know, other countries and stayed in hostels and you actually don't need a ton of money to travel. You can really low budget travel pretty easily. Mm -hmm. Um, and your job, it's going to be there. If you're good at your job, it's going to be there when you come back. Talk mm -hmm. to your boss. Take a sabbatical. I mean, you know, see what, see how you can make it happen. Oh, you don't have two full months? Okay. Can you do like two weeks? Like, what can you do in two weeks? Like, it's not impossible. It's just right. that we're conditioned to think, oh, I, what if I leave my job to go travel? They're going to give my job to somebody else or, or they're going to, you know, it's going to be a negative reflection on me. I mean, yeah. Is that really true? Every, all of those stories can be challenged. They're all right. just narratives that we have been passed down. And it's not, 
I, I feel like, especially when you think about just the way we work with mental health and the way that we need things like rest and vacation, just even being the person to, to stand up and say, this is something I'm looking to do. I think that people who, um, who have some awareness of mental health and how the way our brains work, that's like really inspiring. I mean, I think that's really inspiring for, for anybody in an office setting or a boss to be like, yeah, you can, you'll be coming back like a better employee. <laughs> yes. Better mom, better. <laughs> yeah. Alex yeah. in the comments is saying, um, as a single mom, I took my son when he was pre-teens to teens every summer someplace in the U.S., Washington, D.C., Grand Canyon, Niagara Falls, Florida, Bermuda Cruise, et cetera. Now he's 19 and he wouldn't want to hang out with his mom right now. Time is short. I totally, mm. totally, totally feel that, Alex. Mm -hmm. I And that was like one of the driving forces behind another driving force behind this cross country road trip. I'm like, well, my kids are teenagers or, you know, we went when they were, um, I think 12 what was 12 and nine. Um, I was like, I don't know if they're going to want to do this with me, spend two mm -hmm. weeks, you know, or two months in the car. I don't know. So I might miss this very small window of opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. I think about that a lot. The time with kids goes so fast. It goes, it's so cliche, but it's so true. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's almost over. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I didn't do a lot of traveling when I was younger. Did you? No, almost none. Practically zero. Yeah. We did, we did very, very little. So I think that's part of my stuff is it's like an exposure thing. And that's where I'm like, I don't, I don't know how to do that, which is a story, of course. Of course. Yeah. Cause you probably know how to buy a plane ticket, get on a plane, <laughs> rent a car. Probably. <laughs> Actually traveling is so much more fun now. Oh, somebody's in my driveway. Oh. I think <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> um, it's, you know, there's a lot more uh, like way cool ways to travel now with Airbnbs and Airbnb experiences. And there's a lot of like offshoots of Airbnb. Like you can, um, I forget there's one where you, you can like find a spot to put a tent up in somebody's backyard, like all around the US or like park your van or RV or whatever it is. I mean, there's massive communities around travel and it's actually pretty interesting. That's really cool. Are you, are you part of those? Like, where are those communities? Where do I They're go? Just, just do a Google search. <laughs> <laughs> Services like Airbnb. There's a ton of them. Wow. That's so cool. Yeah. That's it's like really cool. make your own adventure. Glamping. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> glamping is awesome. Although in my experience, glamping costs more than a hotel. So. <laughs> Yes, Susan, that is part of the thing I was thinking about with homeschooling is that I could just do whatever I wanted to do. I could be able to do whatever I wanted to do. Yeah, you can have real live experience instead of reading about it in a textbook. Yeah, yeah, I I think about that. Like every time we open a textbook, I'm like, this is kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so Allison, you didn't grow up traveling like at all. You didn't do any traveling. We did some, like I, re well, like I remember one big trip out West, like it was a, a multiple week thing. Um, and I remember like a couple trips to Florida, but not a lot. Yeah. How old were you when you went on your first flight? Honestly, uh, I don't think I went on my first flight until I was a senior in high school. Yeah, I think that I, I might have gone on a flight when I was uh, like too little to remember, but I, right, same. I was in high school when I went and started flying. Right, like when I was really little, like when I was four, my parents actually lived in China for four years, but I was like really, <laughs> really little and I don't remember much of that. <laughs> my parents got all their adventure done, like before I really experienced it, I guess. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> they had a sense of adventure and travel. Why were they living in China? They were actually, my dad taught English. So 
they worked at like a school and it was like, I hear all the stories. I don't remember most of them. I have like two memories, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so then they, they did this whole China thing and then that was like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, you know, that's a lot to do in a lifetime. So it could just be that, I mean, we just didn't do, um, I don't remember doing any flying. I remember it was always like, if we did anything, it was always road trip style stuff. And we just didn't do a lot of them. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Probably they got their travel bug all out. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Did they like living in China? Did, did they feel like it was a positive experience? Do you think? Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a, an adventure. Like, I I actually talked with my dad um, like a year or so ago, just more with ears to hear about it for the first time. I think it was a it was a big adventure, like a huge adventure. I mean, they some of the places where they lived, like they talk about the cold and like insanity cold. Like it's just crazy what you would experience with that. So they lived, I think, in. I think they lived in a different city each year. So we were there for four years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, we're done. <laughs> we're good. <laughs> should interview my parents sometime. I know. Get them on the show. Where are they? <laughs> I don't know if they know how to get on. I can show them <laughs> how to get on here. All right. So I want to hear in the comments. What would you love to do? And and what do you say? Like, I've always wished I've done that, that you're not doing. Let's, we can break down your barriers right now. So yeah, let us know idea. bucket list, or I've always wanted to do that. Tell us your excuses. If you want to come on live, we can bring somebody on live and talk through this also. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've been a guest on here in a long time. I know. <laughs> No, there's somebody in there that's dying to be live with us to talk through why they're not doing what they want to do. <laughs> come, come join us. <laughs> yeah. So, it, yeah. Anyway, travel more in the EU. Yes, Alex. Is there so is what's holding you back from doing that? I was very blessed. I was the daughter of an aunt and uncle. Never had had his own plane once they had their first son I got to go wherever because I was the babysitter that's a great way to travel actually for free oh yeah that's cool yeah Alex I hear you travel restrictions that's a hard one to get around in the EU but I feel like they're going to ease up pretty soon so that's I'm hopeful I know the UK has eased up a ton of their travel restrictions so that's really good, that's good. oh Amy I've always wanted to go to England I want to go to Ireland and Scotland. That's my, uh, like one of my bucket list items, I guess. And the Greek islands. Me too, Susan. I want to go there also. <laughs> Maybe you need to start a travel group <laughs> and we can just all join you. And then I won't have to plan anything. And I can just, but I'm, not, I'm not a good like planner for travel. I just kind of like to go and see what happens. That's like the, that's the problem. <laughs> well, I mean, that's not really a problem. It's, it's I, mean, I get this, I get the ball rolling, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, a, um, I'm not really a get the ball rolling kind of person. Right. I'm like, let me just, let me just, and, and I'm, and I've learned a lot more about human design now, which totally, it all makes sense. I'm really built to be in response to things. And I, <laughs> I'm really good at being spontaneous. Like as soon as you tell me something that you're doing, I, I can like instantly know if like, oh my gosh, yes, hell yeah, I'm doing that. <laughs> Just not, not uh, completely wired for the, like the starting of it. Susan, we can get some handsome Greek guy to show us around. I am all in Susan, 100% we're doing it. <laughs> <Do> it. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I'm, I'm really like, you should I feel like there's something here about like some kind of, of a group thing. That you, that you <laughs> well, listen, I am maxed out with Facebook groups. I am at my <laughs> ultimate, like complete total capacity. But if you want to start a Facebook group, I can tell you exactly how to do it. Right. 
I love my Facebook groups. They are amazing. And right now I'm not adding to them. <laughs> People do not understand how much work it is to run a Facebook group. I, no, I, I am shocked at, even still. It, yes. So, okay. <laughs> CBA is spinning off into a million different things, which is amazing. I love it. <laughs> you can just like delegate. Have different people start different. I stuff. even have other Facebook groups that like nobody knows about and are totally inactive, like moms who love to hike in the capital region. <laughs> Every time I've been, you know, interested in something, I've started a Facebook group for it. And frankly, <laughs> they require a lot of work to maintain and keep the action moving. <laughs> you are such a manifester. I love it. <laughs> I like that you call me a manifester. That's well, my I mean, human design, right? That's, that's a, your human design. You're a manifesting yeah. generator. So you've got like, you've got the superpowers. Manifesting. Can generator. you tell people what human design is? <laughs> I know so little, but I will try. Um, human design is, uh, it's basically a way to read how your energetic wiring is. So it comes all from the information you put in about your birth time and place and, um, and location which basically tells you what was the energy of that area that you were crafted in. So it tells you your whole wiring and it's just, it's, it, there's a lot to it. Actually, it can be kind of complex. Um, but well, it, from what I understand, it's like super complex. It takes every aspect, like all uh -huh. these different personality, personality, like, I don't know, like my, like Meyer Briggs and, you know, all these, they yeah. like brings together, but like, like way me. more elaborate, like numerology yeah. and like, like next level Myers Briggs together. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it really does feel like I love personality tests. I love Myers Briggs. I love the Enneagram. I love all those things. And this feels like all of those things, just like you yeah, said. Yeah, it's all of those things. Enneagram was too long for me. I couldn't, I couldn't stick through it. <laughs> I reading, like I give up. Obviously, I'm a personality type that does not read through the entire Enneagram because it's way too long. Like <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so it just tells you information about like about the, what you have to bring to the world and what you have to learn. It's like what we're here to learn essentially like you, you learn a lot about that stuff and manifesting generators are the ones with like massive like superpowers because you have the ability to you you're the the ones that go out and start things you just start things all the time you always have all these ideas that you're always creatively putting out into the world yeah. and you're also the generator which means you're really that's the whole relational side of thing you're so good at being in response to things and you have like an inner gps system that tells you which direction you want to go so you've got like some really amazing things in your design <laughs> what do you have in your design that's amazing i want to hear what's your superpower yeah my superpower is being in relationship I, the the cool thing about mine, the the way it looks is it looks like um, it looks like a person's body and it has all these shapes throughout it and the different shapes either are colored in or they're not. And the, if they're colored in, it says a lot about the energy that you have to bring to the world. And if they're not, if they're open spaces, that's the space where you're actually able to um, feel all the things in that area. So like the emotional um, center is what it's called. If you have that open, you're able to feel like all the feelings in all the ways, like all the different ways that people feel it rather than being a specific type of energy driving a certain kind of way. I have a lot of open spaces, like <laughs> almost, almost all of mine are open. I have three that are defined and it taught me so much. I'm still learning so much, but it's why I'm able to, really be like a, a relational guru because I'm like, I'm, it's so easy for me to, um, step right into next to somebody and, and understand the way they're thinking and understand the way that they're feeling and how the energy is working within them because I can hold all that. I have so much open space for it. Um, but I'm a generator. Like that's the, the spaces that are filled in, um, is the generator is the same thing that you have that one particular center anyway. And that's kind of an inner GPS system. So it's the thing that makes me be able to really step into spontaneous decisions. Like 
yes, I, I want to do this or no, maybe that's not for me. So I'm really good at being spontaneous. Like, yeah, that sounds really fun. <laughs> so Erin says, how can anyone take a test like that to find out what kind you are? So there is a way you can like take the, the free thing, but I mm -hmm. have to tell you, it's so confusing. Like it's so complex the results that you get that you actually need somebody who is trained in human design yeah. to under to help you like understand your results. And I, I do have somebody who I keep like, I've been like, Oh yeah, I'm going to do it. And then I don't do it, but I really do want to, I need to do it. Like <laughs> I've done my basic one. Allison looked at it a little bit, but it's like, there's so much to human design. It's hard to, it's hard to read it. the results. It's not like, you know, when you do like Meyer Briggs, like it's all right there, which by the way, Meyer Briggs like nailed it on the head for me. Like it's so exact. Uh -huh. I've never read a better description of myself than I did when I read my, you know, yeah. ENTJ. Mm -hmm. But wait, what, um, what is yours? What is it? ENTJ. Okay. I'm an, I am an ENFJ. Well, I used oh. to be a J. I feel like I'm more and more of a P these days. <laughs> <laughs> You're transitioning from J to P. <laughs> You're in transition. <laughs> I'm still like Jay is like the what I, I think I was built with, but I the more my my husband is a P and they say that you really just kind of gravitate more towards the center, depending on how who you're around and what is so um I don't even know what they all stand for anymore. I used to have this all, but the ENTJ, so J or P, what's what are those two stand? What do those two stand for? Those are the ones where you're like either um like you really like things, the J is like, you really like things to be organized and structured and structured in a plan. The P is like, go with the flow. Let me like, you actually feel um, like constricted if there's a plan. That's funny. Cause I feel more like a P if I describe myself, I would say I'm a P, but when I read the full description of ENTJ, I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like totally me. Yeah. That's fun. It's I like the commander. Erin, <laughs> you can take the Meyer Briggs online anywhere. There, there's tons of free tests out there. Yeah. With lots of good answers. And, you know, I love personality stuff. Oh, me too. It's, it, it's one of those, like, it's a way to, to feel this connection. I think like, oh, there's, there's some, something about me that I can put into words and I can understand and articulate and other people have experienced this too. It's very bonding. I think. Yeah. It helps. Yeah. It gives you a better, like a little bit more insight into, or at least if it's not insight, it's food for thought about your personality. Mm -hmm. I think it helps me relate so much to other people. What's been really fun with doing human design is to do everybody else's graphs too. Like everybody in my family and then my parents. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my whole life makes sense. <laughs> oh. Oh, I did that a lot. Oh, this is why this has happened. This is why I experienced that. It's so so you've done the Enneagram. So can you describe that? Cause I really could not even get through. Like I was like, this is just too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a little bit simpler in my opinion in that it just well I guess it could be more complex than the Myers-Briggs or anything like that but that one's just like you answer a ton of questions and it puts you in the category of like the number that is you and when you read the number it it you you can kind of tell like is this really makes a lot of sense about who I am which one did it say for you or did you not get through the whole thing no I did hold on let me see if I could find it right quick um, I had my results emailed to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know what it is. Uh, let me look in this email. <laughs> <laughs> For anybody who's done it, mine was a, a two wing three, which like the two, well, the two and three were really, really close together. And the two is like the helper personality who, How do you spell Enneagram? <laughs> E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M, I think. Yeah. All right. I don't know where the, those email results were. Okay. Here's the interesting thing, though. Oops, I lost you, Allison. Oh, there's that tab. Okay. So <laughs> I work with this virtual assistant agency, and the virtual assistants that they have hired for me, they have gone through my Enneagram personality test for me, and they hire people that, like, basically – 
you can work with, but have a different skill set. That. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's amazing. So they send their Enneagram results through or whatever. I mean, I don't pay attention to it because <laughs> it must be in my number. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it cool? I love this stuff so much because I feel like it just brings all the beauty of all of our differences to light. It's like, look at how different we are and how much it all complements each other and how really it makes this whole big pieces of the puzzle that all work together. And it's just, I love it. I think it yeah. is the coolest thing ever. I agree. It is very cool. Um, <laughs> okay. So I love, okay. We're, we're changing topics because we got a long comment here from Alex. <laughs> about four to five local CBA or CF members, that's Clutter Boss Academy and Clutter Foundations, to go through my storage unit with me over a weekend. Keep, do donate, toss. It's a party and you're invited. I love this idea. We can help each other clean out each other. <laughs> Host provides pizza and wine. Could that work? Yes. Alex, because Alex also commented earlier about meetup.com. Um, uh -huh. th I think the reason there's not a lot of decluttering groups on meetup.com is because nobody talks about their clutter, right? Mm -hmm. Or they talk about it, but they don't really like think that anyone else is dealing with it. Or there's like a lot of shame and embarrassment around it. Like whatever, all the things I talk about all the time. Uh, I do like the idea of having local meetups for decluttering together. I, I think it's brilliant. Let's, this is what I want. Grassroots action, people tackle your clutter together. <laughs> I love that. And I do your personality test while you're doing it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking about um, about how to implement, like how to combine concepts like this. This idea of like in-person meetups, which I I do love, and then like the things that that are missing. For and I think about the things that are missing for me. Like, what do I really? wish was out there in the world. I've been thinking about that a lot. What I, do you I, really wish was out there in the world, Allison? <laughs> well, <laughs> I wish that there was, um, I think about like, I thought, I thought a lot about just like having a space. I don't know if it, if I'm supposed to like create some type of coffee shop or cafe or just like a, a place of some sort where there's, I'd love I just love people gathering to have real interaction. I love deep conversations. And I also love just like, just the physical interaction of hugs. Like, honestly, I miss hugs a lot. And I think that people need more healthy, physical interaction with each other. And like, a, just that becoming more normal. And I would love to make almost a space where this is just like, this is how we, we do life. And this is what I think life should be like. And we can start it in small places. So. So I met at this um, thing that I went to in Sedona, I met a woman who she's an entrepreneur. She's in her I think, late thirties. Uh, and she started making chocolates in her kitchen and selling them at farmer's markets. Mm -hmm. And it turned into a massively huge chocolate business and so she wow. owns like a coffee shop and chocolate shop and a speakeasy. <laughs> I love that. Right? All the things you want in one spot. <laughs> that, that is what I want. It, like I, I want, honestly, so I want a place where there is like, it's, it's just like a gathering all the time. You can just like hang out there all the time, like have deep philosophical conversations and also like dancing. Like I want both of those things. <laughs> this is it. This is it. I got to connect you with her. You can do your own, start your own. <laughs> oh my God. Well, Allison, what are all the reasons that you're not starting this or not doing this or what's holding you back? Um, well, I feel like I don't know the first steps. That is like the hardest part for everything, right? Yeah. Well, I think the first step is to put it out into the universe that you want to do this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like you might've just done that. <laughs> I think I have too. And actually I was thinking the other day, I'm, I'm so into just energetic stuff these days. And I was thinking the other day, I'm really, so I know that I'm built for response. So for me, I'm like, okay, it's for me, it's more about like cultivating my readiness 
like, okay, I'm, I'm here and I'm ready. Like I am ready to participate in something like this maybe. And just being like open and willing and like clearing out all the stuff inside of me that would hold me back and just like waiting for the universe to, to put the next steps in front of me. Okay. But also we can hold your hand a little bit. Maybe you should take a little baby step. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what you could do as a first step is go to a local coffee shop and say, Hey, how did you get started? Like, how did this happen? How did you make this happen? Yeah. Post on, on Facebook. How did you make your coffee shop happen? Do you know a coffee shop owner? How did they get started? Like, that's a good idea. I'm going to do that. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll He's do like, that. It is because it's hard to know how to get started. It is. It is. I've never done anything that's like um, brick and mortar. Like, I, I mean, I've started a lot of things um, online and that's, I've learned so much stuff. And that's honestly, been so much fun. And I love my coaching business. Like it's just the most fulfilling thing ever. And it's also different doing things on like online, building it all online than it is just in person and trying to figure that out. Yeah. I think also you can just start to say, I am a coffee shop owner. Oh yeah. There you go. Just make it till you make it. I'm like, I don't know if it's a coffee shop owner though, or if it's like, I have to figure out like what it is that the space, what this space is, but I can picture the space. Like I can be in that space and I can feel like the, uh, the mother of that space. (laughs) Okay. All right. Put that feeling out there. Right. (laughs) This is so all the people who I work with, who I'm training or helping them start their professional organizer business. One of the hardest things about becoming a professional organizer is saying you're a professional organizer. Mm -hmm. There's no like path to become a professional. There's no like defined path. Right. Mm -hmm. So you just basically have to say you're a professional organizer and then start doing it. (laughs) That's really hard. Yeah. It's, it's actually very similar with, all the training that I've gotten with life coach stuff, like the first steps, it's all about your self-concept. Right. Identity. Yeah. Identity. (laughs) Mm, Yeah, you're right. All right. I'm going to work on my self-concept with this. (laughs) (laughs) I can totally see you owning a space like that. Right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I would love that. Bring all the things I love into one place. I want to open a bar. (laughs) You should. I know. (laughs) My husband always says you would be such an amazing bartender because people just talk to you nonstop. (laughs) I, you know, I've honestly thought about doing that. I thought like that just sounds fun. I just love really. Yeah, it sounds like fun, right? Just talking to people, relaxing, helping them through their problems while you're serving them beers or whatever. Like, yeah. (laughs) Yes. I'm sure there's a big part of it that's not fun, but I wouldn't do that part. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and everything has the parts that aren't fun. And that's what our brain likes to use to be like, oh, but that's going to suck. And it's just the thing that every, every, all, all of life has both those. Well, you just, I mean, this is what I've learned. Hire people to do the stuff that you really don't want to do because you're never going to do it. If you don't want to do it, you're going to put it off and like my taxes, <laughs> like your taxes, for example. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, some people like doing taxes. Mm-hmm. I, those are the people that I need. <laughs> we do. We really do need each other. We do need each other because mm-hmm. we can't do it all. And we don't want to do it all. And we have different things that we're good at. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, I like being, I like the bringing of together of all those things. I like Mm -hmm. creating a space where, where all of those parts and pieces can come to work together. Me too. (laughs) Yeah. If we build it, they will come. That's one of my favorite quotes ever. It's so cheesy, but it's so good. My mind's like, but is that true? <laughs> you just well, build it. That from? It was like a baseball thing, right? <laughs> it is. It's, it's from. A... What movie was that from? The what rookie? movie is that from? If you build it, they will come. It's a. It's like baseball. It's like a. Yeah, baseball. it was. I can't. Yeah, my husband would kill me that I can't remember what that is. He knows it. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the classics. <laughs> it's a classic. We don't know what it is, but. <laughs> 
Hmm. I'm putting this, I'm scrolling this. Build it. They will come. <laughs> Field of dreams. Field of dreams, duh. Thank you, Susan. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I Where, love it. I thought that I was, oh, hold on. Go show. There we go. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not meant to hold all that information. That's another thing I've learned about my human design is I'm not meant to hold all the details. I'm not supposed to. That's not like what's something field. Yeah, Jody, we're on the same path here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a field. <laughs> field of some sort. <laughs> so what, what do you want to build this week? Um, it's a good question. What so I'll tell you what I'm doing behind the scenes okay. right now. I have just hired a virtual assistant who is a project manager, not for one project, for all of my projects. Nice. <laughs> and so we are actively building out our project management tool system. We're using Monday.com. And it's yes, you can totally watch a replay. Oh wait. <laughs> Latoya, you got it. Latanya, sorry. <laughs> you got it. Um so I, so we're building out these systems so that I, basically I need somebody to manage me <laughs> and make sure I'm like staying on track with all of my projects because Allison, I have a million ideas. I have a million things going and like, you know, I know you do and you're so good at all of them. I know. So thank you. <laughs> um, my birthday is on next week sometime. I don't know what day it is. Oh, yay. So that's exciting. I didn't and know our birthdays were so close together. That's fun. When's wait? Your birthday is it was happened? Just, it was just uh the 15th. It was that's right. Okay, yes, yeah. I remember. All right. <laughs> I remember, but I forgot. That's fine. <laughs> All right. So are you an Aquarius or a Sagittarius? Wait, Capricorn. Capricorn. Oh yeah, okay. All right. Um I think yeah, I made you lose your train of thought. I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> You're Aquarius? Yeah. Nice. Um, but I have a lot of Sagittarians in my life, like almost everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's next week. Yeah. So I really want to, there's a lot of, there's a lot of projects going on and I'm super excited to have somebody kind of like overseeing them and saying, this is what you need to prioritize this week. And, you mm -hmm. know, like, like really having a system to lay it all out. So that's mm -hmm. really what I want to create next week. Uh, I also need to, Nail, nail down all the details for my February travel so that we can, you know, let people know they can, you know, block out their calendars. And um, I'm very excited about that. So that's what I want to create next week. What do you want to create next week? Um, I asked you this question, but I hadn't thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> what I want to create, I want to create, um, I, I want to create, honestly, more space and time of just aloneness. <laughs> <laughs> My brain works some pretty freaking magic when it's alone. And I just don't have a lot. Of, I really have to create it in the schedule. Like I have to make it happen. If I could have an hour and a half every day of total aloneness with like no input whatsoever, I start dreaming like crazy and it's so much fun. So I want to create more of that space in my life and also um, space for really just like starting to brainstorm some of these concepts that we've talked about here. Like the, I really want to, to start playing in, in the space of what do I want to make in the world? Like, like what's the thing that I really want to have be out there in the world? Because that's where I get all my energy from. So we've already I talked about it. some of that. And so I think I want to allow room for that to keep blooming. Yeah. Bloom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In the comments, what are you creating next week? What do you want to create next week? We have systems and space so far. <laughs> I get all of my great ideas alone in the shower. So That's the best. Allison, maybe you need to take an hour and a half long shower every day. <laughs> maybe I do <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> That's how I like. Have you ever taken sh dark showers? The yeah, back? I actually almost always take a shower. Like I never turn the light on. That's what I do too. I feel like it just creates this cocoon effect of like 
just once I tried to light a candle, but it just the water, the candle, it was a bad. The two elements are like opposite, right? They don't mesh well. That's, that's great that you tried that though. I love it. I was like, if I put it over here, nothing's gonna drip on it. I was wrong. <laughs> time to do creative things. Yes, that's make some time for that. Block it out on your calendar first. Mm -hmm. Block out this stuff on your calendar first. Mm -hmm. Quiet time alone. My brain literally goes crazy. Got to have a pen and a paper ready. Really dread when the pen <laughs> runs out of ink. <laughs> Isn't that fun when you get quiet alone time and all of a sudden, like, it's like you can connect with ideas. It, it's like spiritual. I love it. It is. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Turn off the inputs. This was part of my coaching yesterday in CBA was really, you know, turn off the inputs, mm -hmm. like all the things that trigger you to do something else. Take back control. Take back your control. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no notifications. Yeah. Yeah. And whenever your brain's like, oh, we need to go look up this thing. Just that's just one more way it's trying to get you out of that space. And so you can just literally say, what if I already know the answer to that? What if I already oh, know? What if I don't need to know the answer to it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What if I, can I ask here? There's a movie. <laughs> Are you getting the bomb cyclone, Allison? Am I what? Getting the bomb cyclone winter storm. I don't know. <laughs> When is this coming? <laughs> um, I actually don't know the timing. I think it's this weekend. Well, we're supposed to be getting a bomb cyclone, but I, it looks like it's going to mostly miss us. I just, I've been like, I hate the term bomb cyclone. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really been paying attention. Um, I've just been. Okay. So let me ask you a question. If you hear the words bomb cyclone, do you feel good or bad? <laughs> Yeah, it's not a great, not a great feeling. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like you need to run out and prepare for like the end of the world? Or do you feel like you should sit and relax and know that a beautiful snowstorm is coming? Right. Uh, I don't feel like that, but that's how I would like to feel. <laughs> so what should we call it instead of bomb cyclone? <laughs> well, that's honestly why I don't listen to much of the news anymore. Because I would rather just like take the stuff as it comes and, and choose my own experience of it. Because... A huge snowfall sounds amazing. Right? Yeah. Okay. I just want to tell you that, oh, hold on. I lost you again. Um, I think the most alarmist website on the internet is, it's not WebMD, it's weather.com. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to just let you know what the headlines are on weather.com right now. Ready for this? Oh, no. Okay. Blockbuster. Easter likely. Uh, blizzard <laughs> conditions, feet of snow, strong winds, and coastal flooding ahead. Um, hold on, hold on. Let me keep going here. That's the main <laughs> headline. Then we have a whole bunch of sponsored content. Unsold Alaska cruise cabins are almost being given away. <laughs> if dog licks his paws, top vet says to do this daily. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, wait. Oh, wait, hold on. Apparently, this is the only news that we have is the the blockbuster nor'easter likely. Usually, there's more news stories on here. Oh, wait, here we go. Latest news. Below freezing temps for parts of Florida. What you can expect in February. Record cold possible this weekend. Watches, warnings, and advisories. Know the difference. <laughs> I know there's just, I don't, this is not a very good example of how alarmist it normally is. Oh, wait, oh, wait, here we go. <laughs> Two dead homes damaged as earthquake hits southern Haiti. Um, Tonga could remain cut off for weeks after volcanic volcanic eruption. Wildfire closes California's iconic Highway 1 near Big Sur. Wildfire amid high winds prompts evacuation, shuts down Highway 1 near California's Big Sur. Huge cliff face collapses on boaters. That's a horrible story. Toxic volcanic cocktail could impact food and water sauce sources. These are all on weather.com. Yes. <laughs> weather storms add to supply chain woes. Did the family barbecue start this devastating wildfire? World's <laughs> largest firefighting plane grounded. 
That's very alarmist. Thank you for reminding me of why I don't go to news sites. <laughs> That's right. I'll stay where I am. Thank you. <laughs> you never want to go outside if you read weather.com. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or a lot of other news. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Exhilarating snowstorm, Dana. Yes, that is what we should call it. Not a bomb cyclone, an exhilarating snowstorm. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like something I can get on board with. 100%. Yes. yes. And you may have to get on board with it because it might be happening at your house this weekend. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think it might be snowing right now. <laughs> You're in the middle of a bob cyclone and you don't even know it. <laughs> I would I would know if it was an exhilarating snowstorm. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh my gosh. Amy's supposed to get one to two feet on Long Island. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. Man, my kids would want this to happen. The kid in me wants that to happen too. Yeah. Well, it's been very cold. Oh, it started to snow here too. <laughs> hey, look. This is how I check my weather. <laughs> yeah. What is it happening outside? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're at an hour. We're at the hour. Yeah. Thanks for joining us today, guys, for our We our need little... a name for today's episode. We cover so many different topics, though. We do. We have so many rabbit trails. They're so fun, though. I enjoy it They're so much. so fun. I agree it should probably be something along the lines of what are you going to build? If you build it, <laughs> they will come. Maybe it should be what we have scrolling below us. Yes. Okay. We'll do, if you build it, they will come. <laughs> All right. That sounds good to me. There we go. <laughs> go well, do yeah. something exciting. Plan, plan, make something happen. Plan to make something happen, but actually make something happen. What yeah. have you been dreaming of doing that you could just do Just go do it. Just go do it. Go and just go have fun. Go experience this life and the things that we get to make. Yes. That is yeah. your friendly reminder for the weekend. And on that note, Allison, I will see you next Friday. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>